We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Should we talk through our process for starting a podcast? What's our process? We just look at each other for a long time. We do. And I usually wait for you to make a noise. Yeah. I'm very reticent to start the podcast chat. I just say the first thing that comes into my head. It'll make the first sound that comes into my head. It's basically cowardice on my part. (laughs) I don't want to look stupid. I know that I can't rely on you to make a start. So I I literally make a sound. And... That's good. That just kind of like breaks the the ice. And then you're like, oh, stupid sounds again, even though deep down you're thinking, <laughs> thank God. Thank God, he said <laughs> thank God someone's done something. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I mean, I guess it comes across as you being constantly frustrated, but I know mm. that really you're relieved and grateful. Well, I need you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do. You, do, you definitely do need me. You're the only person. That's right. Not certainly not that wife of yours. Oh God, she doesn't need me. She's made she made that very clear. Well, she says that to you instead of saying goodbye, doesn't yeah. she? Or I'm just heading off. I don't need you. And then <laughs> front door closes. It's fine. In every time she gives you like a birthday card, Christmas card, she'll just write, "You mean nothing to me." <laughs> yeah. In, in she doesn't it. even write my name anymore. To save time, she bought herself one of those stamps. <laughs> so she'll she'll just be like, "Yeah, that's it," and then give it to you. Yeah, that's it for me and and my children and yeah. all our relatives. She just bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like her boss at work. Yeah, she'll do it for. I mean, gosh. Like, oh, ha ha! You mean nothing to me. <laughs> Nice. again everyone just accepts it well i mean when she does secret santa it's a dead giveaway isn't it <laughs> yeah i once did a, a secret an office secret santa mm. the lady who i bought a gift for had taken it way too seriously yeah and she she'd bought someone a dvd player back oh. when they're about 40 pounds what five pounds spending limit that's mental and so i had bought her a pair of novelty salt and pepper shakers <laughs> And a bag of chocolate coins. Yeah, I've never seen anyone look more cross. But I kind of reveled in my anonymity. It was great. I didn't do this one, but I was party to it being exchanged. Some people who I know at a workplace, they gave someone a blow-up man doll. Mm. And they they inflated it and put it in a cupboard. So it was ready for the exchange. Mm -hmm. And the person who received it was deeply offended. (laughs) I thought it was amazing. That makes it even better. I mean, it had had all the blow-up parts. Did it? Was it wrapped up in paper? Um, I think that bit was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the person who got it really didn't like it. Oh, I think you have to have a bit of a sense of humour with those sorts, sorts of things. Oh, yeah, you should. I mean, that just suggests, like, that they were embarrassed and just really wanted to take it home and use it. Well, she's probably got one already. Exactly. Or... Got this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that person is, she should be ashamed of herself for boning a blow-up doll. Well, What yeah. was her name? What was her full name? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay.
then I'll, I'll tweet that out. Yeah. Hashtag filthy blow up doll bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I got so rude at the end. <laughs> that is rude. Welcome to our podcast. This is, what is this, episode 29? God damn it. Are you kidding me? Can't believe we made it this far. Uh, so yeah, this is, um, this is watching films on the toilet, which we, we do talk about films, but later we on. We do. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're a couple of, couple of dads, a couple of working dads who uh, we like to watch films, like really violent, yeah. lad films. Films films with lads. Yeah, I mean, what's your films with lads? Donald, what's your films for the birds? Of course, they ain't bird films, eh? Films with lads, isn't it? Hey, get that film for the birds and bog off with it. Kids can't watch a film for lads. Hey, Derek, get out of here. You can't watch Die Hard 3. Yeah, go on, go stays watch one of them bird films with your mother. Uh, it yeah, so we can't watch can't watch the films for the lads. So we go and sit on the toilet and watch them, don't we? We do indeed. And then we chat about them. So this week we've been watching the 1996 Peter Jackson directed movie, The Frighteners. Hmm, that's a nice introduction. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's a different voice to usual. Was it, there was a bounce to it. It was a little joy. That'd be short lived. Yeah. That's why it stood out. We'll be talking about that later. Looking forward mm-hmm. to it. First of all, Eamon, we've got some actual correspondence. A genuine letter from oh, someone else <laughs> outside this podcast. This is an actual first. I, not you and me, yeah. has written. So last week, we received a letter <laughs> from <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Pierce O'Brosnan. Pierce O'Brosnan. Pierce O'Brosnan saying, uh, well, he called me out. Mm. And said that I had I had been racist to the Irish and that I'd offended him about driving the Bond franchise into the ground. Now I know he mentioned me by name, but you and me read between the lines. And what he really meant was Alex, our guest on mm. that podcast, had really upset him. That's yeah. what he meant, wasn't it? We both very quick quickly redirected that anger towards someone else. Alex heard this and he has mm. written a letter back to Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Now, he probably could have sent it straight to Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. But I think we'll deliver the message for him. Yeah, okay. I think this will give it some closure, you know, the whole situation? Sure. So, this is Alex's letter from Mr. Alex Robson of Penny's Pizza fame. Dear Pierce, if that's your real name, mm. it's probably not. It's probably Patio Brosnan, you phony. <laughs> it's quite confrontational open, that isn't is, it? It is, yeah. I used to enjoy your Bond films, except Die Another Day. That was atrocious. I mean, what happened there? Seriously, did you look at yourself when filming that movie and think, what in the f***ing hell am I doing by all? But I digress. After your rude message, I can only feel like you are someone that I want to die now. Not another day. I want you to die now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do this. Your Bond movies are some of my faves. And I watch Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies all the time. In all honesty, the guys made me write this. They've strapped me to a chair, butt naked. My mm-hmm. balls are hanging between my legs as we speak. <laughs> Eamon is swinging a big old rope and laughing maniacally. And Ben is in the corner filming the whole thing. He's also naked. I don't know why. The whole thing is a bit weird. <laughs> hmm. Just know, Pierce, that you didn't kill the Bond franchise. And you are one of the greats. If you can somehow save me from this... Oh! Sorry, this is a voice text. And they just smacked me right in the Brosnans with that rope. Got to go. Please send help. P.S. 
What I did say about Die Another Day, though, was true, and I said that of my own free will. Seriously, mate, what was that? When did you think, this is gonna be good? Utter bullocks. And there you go. Hmm. So that was his reply. It was a transcript of a voice message that he left. Got it. Yeah, that's why I read it. Yeah, I think we're covered now. Yeah. Editorially. I think that was nice. Well... It was nice to Pierce. It wasn't nice to us. No, it wasn't nice to us. It put us mm. in a quite a, quite a predicament, didn't it? Yeah. And actually, all that stuff did happen, but Alex asked us to do it. Yeah. He was like, oh, please, can we recreate the scene from my favourite Bond film, Casino Royale, please? That was one of the conditions under which he, he did uh, agree to do the podcast. Yeah. He was like, yes, I'll do it if you strap me up. And brutalise my, my ball bag. And we weren't naked. No. We were both dressed as mats, weren't we? Yeah. We had both had bleeding eyes. Yeah, well, after I'd seen his ball bag take all that punishment. <laughs> Your eyes bled. My eyes bled. <laughs> no one wanted to see that. And I was like, Ser- seriously, Alex, they're, they're ginormous now. So we, should, we should stop. And he was like, no, more. <laughs> Do you remember they got so big when he, he tried to stand up from, from the chair? <laughs> The chair stuck to him because they ballooned and they couldn't fit through the hole. <laughs> I think he's still carrying that chair around, isn't he? Yeah. Wherever he goes. He has to walk in a funny way. He has to kind of like lean forward like an old guy because he has a chair on his back because of his gigantic <laughs> ball back. <laughs> we'll see what Pierce Brosnan has to say about that. Do you think he'll be in touch again? Oh, I think he'll be in touch. Good. There you go. That was our first actual letter. Yeah, we were really rude about the person who wrote it. So <laughs> let's see if we get any more. I mean, he's taken a lot more punishment to his undercarriage than that. So his balls now look like another set of buttocks <laughs> below his his actual bum because they're so big. Uh, wow, there's an image. <clears throat> good, 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 good. You know, space hoppers. He uses them <laughs> like that. That's how he gets around. Like a space hopper. Yeah, so he'll jump up and down on them. He's addicted to the sweet pain of having his, his ball bags like beaten up. <laughs> up and down the stairs. That's right. That's right. Oh, Eamon. Mm-hmm. Doth thou have some toilet newseth? Oh, well, good question. It was an oldie question. No, not a lot of great toilet news out there. I mean, nighttime toilet habit could be sign of aggressive cancer, warn medics. Ooh. Do you want to see if that has any funnies in it? Not sure if that'll uh, ping. No. no. The seven best toilet bidet attachments your butt will thank you for in 2021. <laughs> wow, there's a breakdown. I mean, I found out there's, there's one. It says 40% of Americans would rather clean their toilet than commute to work. I remember you told me one of the funniest stories I ever had, which was about someone on a, the bus in Tooting who's speaking loudly on the phone. Yeah. Another person didn't take kindly to that. I don't remember that story. Really? You were in a bus in Tooting. And, and you know how they kind of have like, uh, kind of like raked seats on some buses. So they yeah. sort of like the seat behind you is up a level. Yes. So there's a lady on the phone who's speaking really, really loudly. Yeah. And there's an older lady behind her who's getting increasingly cross. Yes with this person on the phone and eventually she just with a flat hand banged the other lady on top of the head and went shut up (laughs) Uh, wow yeah i hadn't thought about that for a very long time do you remember it now 
I do. It's a brilliant story. I love it. Shut up. <laughs> it was an excessive reaction. Yeah. But a brilliant one. And what did the lady on the phone do? I think she was really quite shocked uh, that she'd been assaulted. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it was. It was an yeah, assault. She was assaulted by, uh, by another yeah. passenger. This is a great story. Again, this is not mine. This is our good friend, Ben. Yeah. Not not you. There are other people called Ben. Yes. This is one of them. There are. We, we happen to have a few friends called Ben, yeah. Yeah, super confusing. He was, he was on the train again in London, I think he's going into Victoria. Yeah. And there's a weird old man got on. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those, like areas where there's six seats facing each other and there's just like one lady there and there's loads of other space but he said uh i think he said something like you know i'm gonna sit here yeah like near this lady and and she went if you like, like yeah and, and he took massive umbrage with that and she's like if you like if you like <laughs> and just kind of like went off on one he did and clearly insane yeah because he then started to sort of like it was grandstanding and it was trying to be like explained to this woman how important he was yeah he claimed to have written some of the greatest songs of all time so it's like all along the watchtower that was me <laughs> and he'd be like so he'd take credit for like give me shelter that was me if you like <laughs> if you like that's right and if, if you, you like, like stuck isn't it after that we started saying if you like, you like to, to each other a lot <laughs> we did after that if you like yeah do you want a drink <laughs> If you like. <laughs> wow, there was a, a l- whole lot of nostalgia there. Yeah. What other repressed memories do you have, Ben? Because <laughs> um, you forgot about the time you were kidnapped in France. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought you might bring that up. I wasn't kidnapped. Remember that time you got buried alive for 48 hours? <laughs> wasn't wasn't buried alive. I was just left in a car. Co- it was an open coffin. A- open coffin. You like the look of it. Yeah. So you climbed in, fell asleep, and then you got buried. Yeah, just not buried, just trapped. There's a difference. In fact, that Brian Reynolds film where he's in the coffin, mm. should it be called buried or should it just be called trapped? Is he buried? I think the coffin is buried, but he's not buried. Are you buried if you're in a coffin that's been buried? Or are you yes. trapped in a coffin? No, you're buried. But if you've been buried, shouldn't you be outside of the receptacle? Which is why when someone gets buried, they just chuck the body into a big hole <laughs> yeah, don't they? and exactly. then pile a yeah. load of dirt on top he's been buried they should, and what I'm saying is they should have called that film Trapped in a Coffin <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is trapped in a coffin I really hope one day we can do list of most overrated actors because he will be the very top of mine oh would he? in a battle of the Hollywood Ryans Gosling would f***ing bury him oh god in a box undoubtedly Gosling's a god He's, he's the, the best. He's the very best of men. He is. Another repressed memory. My dad, reasonably, used to hate Jim Davidson, which makes mm. complete sense. But Jim Davidson used to host Big Break. And one time, it was a Saturday night, we were all excited about watching TV, and Big Break came on. Rather yeah. than changing the channel, my dad unplugged the television. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the end of TV for Saturday oh, night. Amazing. He was so, he was just like, <laughs> oh, no, no. And that was it. That was oh, the end. Bless him. Classic Les. Little, little trip down memory lane for me and yeah. him in there. People yeah. get to know us a bit more, you know. Let them in. <laughs> Let the dogs in. 
<laughs> That's going to stick, isn't it? Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that, dogs. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> getting to like, getting to know me and Eamon a bit more. Yeah. What's it, just for for those that aren't that don't know the the dogs is now uh, <laughs> the affectionate term that we've coined for our listeners. Yeah, that's what you called. We tried toilet ears, didn't we? Yeah, well, and the toilet ducks. You yeah. weren't having it. Didn't stick. So didn't now, like now you're the dogs. Now you're the dirty dogs. Dirty dogs. Yeah. My friend Eamon, how did you watch The Frighteners? Well, this is a bit of a novelty because we've seen the last couple of things in the old picture house. We have in the old picture house. So, yeah, it took me eight sittings. What about you? You know, I was real, I was real happy to get back on the bog. It took me about six, slightly less than you, but I welcomed it. Yeah, for those, for those of you who have been going like, oh, I've been going to pictures the whole time, we're allowed. The format's pliable. Yeah, what, what do you want us to do? Watch the recent films illegally on the toilet? That's a different that's, podcast. That's for geese. That's what geezers do. Yeah, but you are a geezer, I mean. Oh, well, you yes, I do. So I do do that. Oh, oh, I, I see. That's what I'm saying. Shh, keep it quiet. Yeah. I do that, but you you don't do that. No, I'm not. I'm not a geese, though. Am You're I? You're not a geese. No. No. What am I? Pratt. Pratt. That's a word. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In a long time. Oh, what about this? A pillock. Oh, uh, mm, I think I preferred Pratt. Pillock felt quite nasty. I think pillock is better than Pratt, isn't it? Is it? They're both similar, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of the same thing, aren't they? A um, I can't think of any old old words. A uh. No, they were just too rude. Donut. Donut works. A, a bugger. And <laughs> no, no, that's that's different. A people trafficker. <laughs> do you remember when you said to traffic people? I didn't mind what sort of people. I just uh, you do all sorts. I did. You just trick a bunch of people into your van, and then you just tra- traffic them somewhere. I didn't have anything else to do on a Saturday night. I wasn't allowed to watch Big Break, so I just <laughs> go and traffic some people. Sodom. Pillocks. <laughs> Pillocks. Get in the van, you pillock. <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness, when someone says that to you, gut reaction is to jump in the van. Exactly. Yeah, you want to look like even more of a pillock. You don't want to lose, is it lose face? Is that a term? Exactly. Yeah, the families are sad, but other than that, <laughs> ethically it's clean. Yeah, they're quite sad. Yeah. <laughs> what did you drink upon for me? Well, it's, the film's called The Frighteners, so I thought I'd drink the scariest drink oh, there is. Oh, I, oh I, I know what that is. <laughs> why, why, what do you think it is? I, I know, but you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you, you knew it. Uh, Fernet Branca, our old oh, friend Fernet yeah, Branca. that is it's what it is. horrible. Oh, yeah, how much did you have? I drank half a pint. Half, half a pint of Fernet Branca. Mm. Ooh. Imagine that gave you a... Did it give you a bit of a tum? I did. I had to, I had to drink a litre of, of milk afterwards <laughs> to kind of settle my tum. <laughs> like, hot, like hot ones? Yeah, but it then curdled with a fernet branca in my stomach, oh. which made me even worse. Oh. Oh, so then I gross. drank some hot coffee to mm. take the edge off the milk. Oh. But that made it even more sour. So, so you had some chilli sauce? Then I had some chilli sauce. Yeah. And then I drank um, just a load of lemon juice. Yeah. But um, it netted out fine in the end. <laughs> of course, he did. he's a geese. Of course I am. He's a geese. He's got, he's got a stomach like iron. He's a geese, isn't he? Uh, hello, my name's Eamon. I'm a geese. This is my friend Ben. <laughs> he traffics people. <laughs> hello. 
I mean, that's really walkies behaviour when you think about oh, it. Oh, get in the van, you product. <laughs> so anyway, you've got a minute 13. All right, are you ready? All right, here we go. So Michael J. Fox plays a former architect who gets rid of unwanted ghosts from people's houses. Turns out these unwanted ghosts are actually friends of his, which he gained the ability to see after he was involved in a traumatic car accident, which resulted in the death of his wife. In the small town of Littleton, where Michael J. Fox lives, people have been dying of apparent heart attacks, which are the work of a nasty ghost who is reaching into their chests and stopping their hearts. Only Frank sees the truth, and when a weird FBI agent gets involved, he pins the murders on Frank. Thankfully, the widow of one of the recently deceased murder victims has a crush on Frank and promptly breaks him out of prison and freezes him so he can do some investigating as a ghost. He discovers that the murderous spook is really Jake Boosie, the ghost of a serial killer whose ashes are being looked after by his living psycho lady friend, Patricia. Michael J. Fox is brought back to life only to die again in a confrontation with Patricia, but in ghost form he manages to drag the evil spirits into the light before they drag down to hell by a demon worm. Michael J. Fox is sent back to Earth to live a happy life and has a nice picnic with his new grieving girlfriend. The end! Oh, I mean, that was pretty much 113 exactly. It was only taking me a year, but I'm getting better at it. Crushing it. The Frighteners. I can't think of many films that are kind of the perfect amalgamation of two directors' work. It's Tim Burton meets Sam Raimi, mm. and it is like just those two things <laughs> squeezed together. I mean, you've even got a Danny Elfman soundtrack, yeah. which is very Burton. The aesthetic, and then the the gore and the the zombie ghost comedy is super Evil Dead. Sam Raimi. The only Sam Raimi movies I've watched are the Spider-Man ones. There's a lot of the stuff he did in Evil Dead. The camera as the point of view as a monster, particularly in Spider-Man Two. Mm. There's the scene where they put Doc Ock's arms on. It's full on horror. Yeah. That's Raimi in a nutshell. I've never watched any of Peter Jackson's really early films like Bad Taste and Brain Dead. They're very Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. Is the Beatles documentary, is that very sort of Sam Raimi kind of gory? And... Yeah, so that there's a part in that where John Lennon's guitar like gets possessed by a demon and you see everything from the point of view of the guitar <laughs> and it just starts hammering Ringo's face in. And then Paul's like, oh, I'm a ghost now. Still, that is not as annoying as Yoko Ono. That's true. Do you know what? I'm just saying that. That's a borrowed opinion. I have no opinion on Yoko Ono whatsoever. I know she ruined it. Somehow. Apparently, yeah. Anyway, tonally, I enjoy the film. Comedy horror is very difficult to pull off. Yeah. To make something scary is really hard. To make something funny is hard. To make something scary and funny. Yeah. Do you think they pulled it off in The Frighteners? I do, yeah. I thought it was really engaging. The tone and feel of it, I think it was critically quite well received, but commercially, I think it maybe got back its box office. It was meant to be kind of a showcase of the New Zealand film industry. Mm -hmm. At one point, I think it had the most effect shots in a film, like ever. It's, which is incredible. Yeah. If you look at the budget, I think it's only like 27 million or something. They had to is... turn that around and they showed it to Universal, who loved it. Mm. And they said, okay, we like it so much, we're not going to release it on Halloween anymore. We're going to make it one of our summer blockbusters. Oh. So instead of being released in like late October, it was released in July. So that's a bad choice. What do you think of the casting of Michael J. Fox? Do you think it was good casting there? It felt like the character was older than michael j fox <laughs> yeah um, exactly because it's he's just 
he's Marty. I liked him though. But how did you feel about him? Sort of the same because I like him so much and associate him with that role. I can feel a great deal, but I did think that he's not right for this. I was trying to think about like a mid nineties actor who who would be good for that role. It's basically someone who's pretty more of a dramatic actor than a comedy actor. I like the fact that he did bring a kind of lightness to the role though. Mm. He had a very tragic backstory, but I think because he's such a, he just has such a youthful aura about Mm. him. I think it worked quite well. Fair enough. Let me ask you another question. Please do. If you were a ghost, Mm. what's the the first thing you'd do? Oh, mate. Let me rephrase that. Who's the first naked woman you'd spy on? (laughs) I would not do that. I'd go and spend the day with Kanye West just to see what he got up to. Oh, jeez. I think that would be brilliant. If there's anyone capable of communicating with a ghost, it's him. (laughs) It is. So we'd probably get on really well. How would you get to Kanye West? Would you get a ghost plane? Well, this is it, isn't it? This is the Mm. physics. Could I get on a plane or would would I sit and then it would fly off and I'd sink to the floor? Exactly. Could I walk under the sea like the Pirates of the Caribbean ghosts? That would take you ages. It would take me ages, but it would be worth it. He might be dead by the time I got <laughs> it's gonna to say, wherever yeah. he was. <laughs> 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 yeah, what about you? Who would you go and spy on? Queen. Oh, Eamon. Oh, Eamon. Oh, God, those... <laughs> no! Can't put that in. Why not? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Really? You'd waste your ghost time on that? Well, I'm assuming ghost time is infinite, isn't it? You just do. But yeah, I guess it is. It just means you have to get to these people in time. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm pretty lazy at the best of times. So maybe I just stay where I am. I'd definitely go to my funeral. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to enjoy my own funeral. I'd be so cross at the people who didn't show up. Yeah, I think you'd be you'd be disappointed. Quality of the eulogies as well. If you're involved. <laughs> oh, great, here we go. You would use it as a showcase for your uh, impressions. That's right. Imagine if uh, Christopher Walken was briefed. (laughs) He'd say, sound a little something like this. I would. That's exactly what I do. Eamon, we're going to miss you. I wish you'd come back. (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. Al Pacino would get in there. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I can't believe he's gone. No. I can't believe he's gone. In fairness, if they were of that calibre, I wouldn't be too cross. Good. Well, I'll start writing it now. I can't make your funeral, unfortunately. <laughs> if you went there, I would haunt you hard. But don't you think your ghost would find that funny if I didn't show up? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you've got a point. It'd be a hard sell to the rest of your family. Yeah. No, no, trust me, his ghost will love this. I'd be in my ghost form, like, crying with laughter. <laughs> you would, yeah. It's funny, guys, it's funny. Get it! Yeah. And they're all just like, oh my God, he's such a scumbag, <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, how did you feel about Lucy, who lost her husband at the beginning of the film and then was romantically involved with Frank within a very short space of time? Well, first of all, I thought it was Andy McDowell. I was just like, what's happened happened to Andy McDowell? Did she do have like a uh, Luke Skywalker type car crash and now she looks ever so slightly different? That woman was quite beautiful. I don't think the... She wasn't like... I don't think she was deformed, but you know how like... Okay, what was her name then? Like, Renee Selvega. Oh, yeah. I remember she looked like one person and then went away, came back and looked like someone totally different. She looked like a ballooned version of herself. This is not the same. Andy McDowell didn't get worse. She just looked completely different. Yeah. Like, Mark Hamill and Renee Selvega, they didn't come back and you thought, oh, well, they look different but good. Well, that's pretty harsh. I thought Mark Hamill looked all right, but... Mm. I keep forgetting you hate 
people with disfigurements. I hate their guts. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bit rushed. And to sort of justify it, she went, oh, I knew this relationship wasn't working for a long time. But I think if, if for nothing else than other for your public face, give it a bit of time. Yeah. You look like a scumbag. Yeah, you really would. Have you seen uh, you seen Lucy? Yeah, she just lost her husband and she's already shacked up with that psychic. Have you ever noticed that men who become bereaved move on way quicker than women <laughs> way quicker you see it all the time men need women don't they i've had this conversation with my wife i know it's, it's morbid mm. but i was just like i would never remarry i just i had children now i can't i'm not gonna go through all that again no not, not that i'd have more children but i'm not gonna go through the whole another relationship that's it you'd get on tinder oh You'd be swiping. I don't... Which way is good? I cannot think of anything worse. You're absolutely right. The idea of making that kind of effort in a relationship again. Oh. If my kids would be like, Dad, why don't you get out there? I'd be like, no, I'm playing PlayStation. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no, this bottle of whiskey and the new Call yeah. of Duty game has got my name written all over it. That's my wife now. <laughs> Now get yourself to bed. <laughs> this is my new wife. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, actually that won't happen. <laughs> and the other, on the flip side, I was amazed that Michael J. Fox's wife, then I was skipping on, but when he goes to heaven briefly, she's like, no, go back and bone that woman. Yeah, that was pretty weird. If it was my wife, I'd be like, go back and become a nun. You're never touching another man ever again. Yeah. Ever. Go back and do not touch. Yeah. Make the children your life. It was quite weird, wasn't it? Yeah. He lost the love of his life in this tragic mm. accident. And then he saw her and was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go back. Should I spend eternity with you or this other woman who I've just met who just lost her husband? Literally just met. He moved on terrifyingly quick. Oh, but she'll be waiting for me. He got a pretty sweet deal in the end, didn't he? So he gets to uh, shack up with... Andy McDowell. And then head back up. But then what happens if they died in like the same time <laughs> and they got to heaven? He'd be like, oh, I did tell my old wife that I'd be going with her now. There's the dilemma for the sequel right there. I would uh, be curious to see how that panned out. So would you choose your wife in heaven or the woman you just met <laughs> a few weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this just to score brownie points, but I probably would choose... Actually, it depends. Well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because obviously we have children. So I don't know. Why? What would you do? Um, depends. Depends what she was like. Yeah, great answer. <laughs> no follow-ups required. I'd, yeah, obviously I'd stay in heaven. Yeah. It looked real nice. It's a problem with heaven, though, isn't it? It always just looks cloudy. There's never any sort of detail. No, nah, that's just the front door. Oh, is it? You get in, it's banging. Is it? It's just like a big club. And that's fact. That's actual written fact. Have you ever had a near-death experience? I don't think I have. No, have you? Um, yeah, I had one today. What a coincidence. Ah, real lucky. I took a massive overdose of uh, heroin <laughs> and I almost died. I thought you were able to judge your dose now. I'm usually brilliant at that. You're very good at moderating it. Everyone else tells me, ah, oh, you're dead good at that. <laughs> Your Glaswegian friends. Yeah, apparently Glaswegian. Um, yeah, but I messed it up. I was distracted. I was uh, I was watching the Grand Prix and um, oh. just watching Sebastian Vettel take a sweet corner. Okay. And uh, my friend Winnie nudged my little bag and I put way too much heroin 
on my spoon. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it could have happened to anyone. Yeah. But anyway, I almost died and uh, had a little chat with Jesus and I came back. All right. Oh, good. He didn't say anything of note. It's not Nothing. worth talking about. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're we right. We discussed the Middle East peace process at, at length we made some headway but i've forgotten most of it okay well you went through a lot didn't you foggy i imagine i was thinking i was just cross about wasting half my heroin <sighs> that's what i was thinking about it's not cheap is it no it's like yeah jesus that's great park that thought i'm f- still livid about all this heroin that i've, I've lost <laughs> you go back young man enjoy your heroin bring them this message not now jesus <laughs> wait i (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, this is the cure for cancer shut up (laughs) let me think (laughs) ah jesus maybe jesus all right in (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe let's see um yeah Yeah. and um he was a con man wasn't he frank he was a con he was a con man i really like the concept i think it's really Really high concept, great idea. Do you remember when you and me used to pull off those cons? All the, all the long cons we used to do. It was the well, the goose con, we used to call it. Yeah. yeah. The long goose con. <laughs> well, no, you, you must remember. Yeah. It's, just just remind me how that went. Yeah. Is that when we, we used an actual goose, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. We, we'd, what we do is we'd wait until the dark of night and we put a load of mm. geese on people's on someone's roof. Yeah. And then in the morning they'd be like, Oh no, there's a load of geese on my roof. And like, yeah. oh, ho, ho, ho. Keep and going. Then they call us up. And it's just like <laughs> the fire brigade thing all over again. <laughs> you keep no finish it. Finish it. We'd leave a card. That's right, covered we? in feathers. We'd post a card through the door. Yep. Saying, Have you got geese on your roof? And uh then you know, they'd be like, oh, we better call these guys. And then we'd go up the next day and charge them an absolute fortune to get those geese off. Yeah, that happened a lot. You remember that? You remember that? I con? remember that con, the long goose con. <laughs> the long goose con. <laughs> it's what the film Ocean's 13 was based Jesus. on. <laughs> yeah, the long goose con. Yeah, long goose con. <laughs> Did you recognise Patricia Bradley? Bartlett's lover. Do you recognise her? Uh, she is the mother from E.T. Yeah. And that is why she was chosen. Is it? Yeah. They wanted someone who was very sweet to play Patricia mm-hmm. so that we wouldn't see the switch coming. Totally bought it. And she went full on mm. at the end. She looked super crazy and, and it really worked as well. Yeah, she was a proper psycho. I mean, Jake Boosie, he grew up with his dad. Yeah. So I guess he didn't have to go far to find the psycho inside of him. That's right, yeah. That character is a toned-down version of his dad. Pretty much. That was all quite unsettling because they were obsessed with serial killers. Mm -hmm. Like, proper serial killers. Yeah, I I don't think you could do that these days. The constant references I don't think you could either. And he... There's that part at the end where they he has the flashbacks of the actual psychiatric hospital massacre, doesn't he? And again, I don't think you could put something... I think anything featuring a mass shooting, I'm not sure you could really get away fictionalizing and, and putting in an entertainment film because it happens so so often i agree and it was it didn't hold back it got dark in a weird way i, I think that kind of dates it because there's, there's so much of that stuff now you you just wouldn't do as, as a filmmaker mm. you just can't do it yeah, yeah. interesting Food for thought. The thought yeah you're welcome for that uh, little bit of actual discussion there <sighs> 
It's taken 30 episodes. It's no long goose con, is it? But It's all part of our long goose con. That will pay off at the end. Yeah, you'll see. Well, no, you'll see. you won't see. It won't. Until it, it won't see. Until it... Oh! <laughs> Until you wake up in bed tomorrow with a goose just staring at you and then goes... Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know. And then you'll be like, oh, all part of the long goose con. And and is the, the con long or is it the goose that's long? <sighs> I, it's the con. Okay. So reg- regular goose, long con. I don't know where you'd find a long goose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you find a long goose. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone knows, let us know. Yeah, let us know. If you're a goose farmer <laughs> specialising in long geese, okay. let us know. Okay. All right. So, Eamon, would you flush this movie down the toilet like a pesky poltergeist yeah or would you fish it out like a a happy little ghost which would follow you around and i don't know iron your sheets or something i preferred the first half of this film i think or the first two thirds yeah i really love the concept and i think he the balance between comedy and and horror was great don't think the ending was bad i just don't think it it was quite as strong as the rest of it but i'll always give ambitious films a chance you know, and this is really ambitious and just trying to contextualize it in terms of the date it was made. These effects were like cutting edge and they did it on what was really a shoestring. So, yeah, I think I would. I would fish this out. You hit the nail on the head there. I'm also a fan of films that just throw everything out there. Yeah. Not all of it sticks, but I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I didn't remember it that well and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was spooky. It was spooky. So, yeah, I would I would fish it out too. Hey. Which means... Oh, man. Oh, ho, ho. it's going in the tank. What? Okay, so... Only five movies can rest and bob in our tank of glory. And currently, the films are... Seven. Yeah. Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Midnight Run. Yeah. The Babadook. Okay. And No Time to Die. But that gets a pass. That was the last one in. So we our choice is... Seven, Brawl in Cell 99, Midnight Run or Babadook? Um, Keep your damn hands off Midnight Run. That's going nowhere. Out of those films, the one that I re-watched and was the least impressed with was Seven. Yeah, I'd have to concur. All right. Bye, Seven. Aw. Bye, Kevin Spacey. So that means that The Frighteners is now in the tank of glory. Woo! Okay, Eamon. Do you want to put it in the tank of glory? With great pleasure. Go ahead. Just get the uh, the special tongs. Hey, it's in. There it goes. It is in. Terrific. So that was the Frighteners. The, fright- mm. the Frighteners. And now it's time for this week's top five. Ooh. Top five, top five, in which myself and Eamon will attempt to guess each other's film choices based on the theme, and mm. the winner gets to choose the next film, and the loser has to do a risky forfeit. And this week's theme is movie couples. Oh. And we said they have to be romantically involved. So it's not like duos, it's couples. So for example, you couldn't have like Turner and Hooch. But, uh, unless unless old Turner was giving Hooch a different kind of bone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't know. F***ing a dog. He was f***ing a dog. <laughs> I still don't get it. So Eamon, I lost last week. 
Yeah. So I get the first guess. Uh-huh. This is quite hard. I found this quite tricky, yeah. I don't know what you would have picked. I'm going to go with this. Adrian and Rocky from Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Nice one. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to choose one for you now. Cherry and Dorothy from Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Nice. How, how did you guess that? Because I know you like that film. I do like that film. And I know you like Tom Cruise. I like him as an actor. The characters he plays are great. He's a psycho. He's, yeah, he, he is. As we've, we have edited this out, but I'm convinced he's murdered someone. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I'm going to say Sally and Harry from When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Yeah. We're vibing. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Brilliant, really funny story. Yeah. And uh, I love that diner scene where she um, she has a heart attack. That's right. It's heartbreaking. That's right. <laughs> you remember? She's like... <laughs> And then she kind of, the paramedics are like, clear! And they, you know, they get those um, jumper things. <laughs> Give me 20 cc's of Thovaline, stat. Yeah. A Bovril? Yeah, I don't know what they give her. Yeah. But she almost dies. She <laughs> almost dies in that scene. She does. And she's in such pain, isn't she? Massive heart attack. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to go, I've, I get my. Pills! My pills in my bag! Like that. Oh, harrowing. Okay, uh, double here. Rick and Ilsa from Casablanca. I didn't pick them. Oh. I didn't pick them. Oh, okay. Perhaps you get this, you win. Rose and Jack from Titanic? No. Oh. No, no, no. I know you like the films of James Cameron. I do. Okay, can you snatch this back? I'm going to say Han and Leia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Particularly the scene where he gets put in that carbonite. I love you. I know. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? I love you. Shut up. <laughs> and he's frozen in carbonite with like a real cross, like, f off <laughs> on his face. Oh, so what is it? Sudden so, death? Sudden death. All right. How about this one? Wesley and Buttercup from The Princess Bride? No, it's oh. on my long list. Oh. But oh. didn't make the final cut. I'll say Neo and Trinity from The Matrix. No, mm. no. Right, go on then. Baby and Johnny from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> no. No? No. It's a great couple. They have been on my long list. It's not my thing. Uh, if I don't get this, then we have to go on the number of duplicates. Okay. okay. Which will mean you win. All right. Go on then. Okay. I'm going to say Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Mary Jane, no. They have a nice kiss, but Kirsten Dunst? She's quite annoying so that means you win i done a win it got technical it did get technical we can't go on all night there's a lot of choices we do two rounds of sudden death and after that it comes down to that's right whoever used the fewest duplicates okay i done a win okay i did the win i won the people trafficker always wins they do i'm afraid i'm not i don't traffic people why has that become a thing (laughs) jesus christ Okay, good. So, what were your choices? So, yeah, I had Harry Burns and Sally Albright from mm-hmm. Harry Met Sati, Rick and Ilsa from Casablanca, Adrian and Rocky from Rocky. Mm-hmm. I had I was conflicted about this one, but I had Annie and Alvy from Annie Hall. Oh, okay. I love that film, but Woody Allen is troubling. 
He is troubling, yeah. But actually, Diane Keaton is brilliant. Is, is. He is not a good actor. It, it's mainly because of her. And then last, I'm surprised you didn't get this after our conversation earlier, uh, Mia and Sebastian from La La Land, Ryan Gosling. Oh, I, I didn't know you were a La La Land fan. It's the only musical that I like. I think it's brilliant. I really like it too. Yeah. No doubt. Right, go um, on then. You can what were yours? bring it. Uh, okay, so I had Jerry Maguire and Dorothy. I had Leia and Han. I had Clarence in Alabama from True Romance. Oh, I didn't guess that one. Nuts! I should have said that, yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah. missed one there. I had Noah and Ali from The Notebook, which I hate to admit, but Gosling and Gosling Rachel again. McAdams. Ridiculous chemistry. Who was the other one then? Oh, uh, Ennis and Jack from Breakback Mountain. You're so woke. I love it. You said it made you feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's very it's very funny Eamon that's very funny no I think I think Brokeback Mountain is a brilliant film and very 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 sad it's very sad Yeah, you know? I've not watched it again because I felt so sad yeah I don't like watching sad films over it's a great again. it's a great movie mm. so yeah um, those are mine alright cool okay so this week Eamon your forfeit um, much like one of the scenes from The Frighteners in which mm. ancient Egyptian artefacts are destroyed by police officers mm. is to trash a museum. <laughs> okay, no problem. Okay, so <laughs> better luck with that and uh, good luck in dealing with the costs. And last week, Ben, after we watched Ghostbusters, you had to become a ghost, didn't you? I did. You had um, to die and become a ghost. That's right. And, uh, and, and this is what happened. So this week, I had to become a ghost. I've been thinking a lot about how I'm going to die. And I thought, if my wife died, I don't think I'd want to live in our family home anymore, because there would be too many memories. So I've turned the gas on in my house, and I'm going to blow myself up and take the house with me. I think it's what she'd want. So here we go. That was surprisingly painless. Don't think it will be an open coffin at my funeral, but uh, it did work very well. Um, and now I'm standing slash floating outside Television City in Los Angeles, where I'm going to haunt someone that we've mentioned quite a lot on the show. I think I'll start by just giving him a tap on the shoulder. Smith. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's going on? Oh, that was terrifying. Don't do that. Well, that really freaked him out. He is on edge. Um, I think I'm going to turn things up now by trying to glide through him. I'm sorry that I shouted. I am, I'm sorry I shouted. Oh my god! Pack it in! I don't want to get angry. Are you done now? Are you done? Are you done with the prank? Yeah, um, now I think I think I'll appear in the audience and then disappear again. Okay, I don't like being scared. You know that, Reg. I don't, right, what's that? What's happened now? What's going on? Will someone talk to me? Who's what's that noise? Is there anyone around? Brilliant. And finally, I'm going to project a really awful image into his head. Something like something like James working as a plumber in Basingstoke. He'd hate that. Is this you, Reggie? Reg, is that you? Is that you, Reg? Great. Well, I think my work here is done. Now I just need to figure out how to be alive again. 
which I think will be pretty easy. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, oh, it, good. it was. I mean, this is the kind of snappy repartee that people <laughs> listen, listen to this podcast in their ones. Oh, interesting. Yes, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So in the next episode, it's, it's Christmas. Yay. It's Christmas. So we're going to watch a classic Christmas movie, <laughs> 1992's Batman Returns. Yeah. With I'd... Michael Keaton as Batman. <laughs> and also starring Christopher Walken as Max Shrek. Santa Claus, afraid not. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, didn't realise that was a Christmas film. So yeah, it's all it's all up in Christmas. Well, on that note, have a wonderful uh, week, day, whatever you're doing. Hope you're safe. Hope you're well. Yeah. Hope you're happy. And if you're not, well, maybe you will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as positive as you can get these days. Yeah. That's Maybe you will be soon. Maybe, and I'm not saying you will be. He's, saying, there's no promise in that. Oh, okay, I'll go. I'll go with this. Hopefully, you'll feel something other than sadness quite soon. Is that better? Pretty cheerful, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's what Christmas spirit's all about. Yeah. Amen. Send, mm. send us down the road. Pack in. Keep flushing. Pack in. Ha, ha, ha.